an open text podcast. Welcome to the Open Text Developer Cast. Uh, my name is Cesar Vasquez, and I'm here today to talk to Arnaud Loré. Uh, he works for a company called Postman, and so many of you already know who Postman uh, is. And Arnaud, he's going to be talking about the importance of API governance and what API governance is for that matter. Uh, Arnaud is the API governance lead and he's based in France. Uh, the Postman team and Arnaud and, Arnaud and the team uh, had the chance to present during Open Text World in Las Vegas and the topics they went through are really fascinating. So uh, we thought it would be great to have uh, Arnaud and team back. So Arnaud, uh, thank you so very much for being here. Uh, hello, Cesar. Thank you very much for the invitation. Uh, I'd really like to share uh, our findings regarding API governance and help, and uh, um, hope that it will help uh, many people on that topic. Fantastic. Hey, your title reads, you are the API governance lead, which takes me to the very first and simple question. And I know you and I talk about that and people during Open Text World had a chance to, to get some information on this topic, but let's go to the very, to the very foundational uh, question. What exactly, Arnaud, is API governance? What exactly is it? Uh, that's a very good question indeed, uh, defining terms before uh, using them. And I have two answers to that question, uh, the bad answer and the right answer. Uh, <laughs> so let's start with what I call the bad answer. I put quotes around it because uh, there is um, a kind of uh, misconception about what should be API governance. So for many people, uh, API governance can be summarized as defining rules that people must apply when they are creating APIs and yelling at them to ensure that they follow the rules. And unfortunately, that's a true definition of API governance because I've seen that kind of API governance in some organization. And I'm sure that many of our listeners have, uh, let's say, uh, endure such such a governance. Hopefully, over, uh, API governance can be completely, not completely different, but having another perspective, which will be more constrictive. I define API governance as doing whatever is possible to maximize the value created by APIs. And that includes defining rules to ensure that APIs follow certain guidelines, uh, certain principles, but that's not only that, because the why this rule exists is really to ensure that all the people working on creating APIs will be able to create the best possible APIs that will generate the most value. Now, when I'm listening to you, you said that there is a good and there is a bad type of answer, which makes me believe that some people may think, may believe they have a solid API governance in place when in fact they they don't. So so maybe the, the question becomes, um, when do you uh, or a company may need to consider uh, an API governance process uh, in place? Uh, ideally, when you create your very first API. <laughs> but unfortunately, nobody does that. <laughs> I wouldn't think so. 
Yeah, yeah. And and it's not an issue, no worries, uh, if you have more than one APIs and, and you don't have API governance implemented. It's not an issue. Uh, more seriously, it will depend on the number of APIs you have, the size of your organization. But more or less, if you are more than one person creating more than one API in the long run, you will need uh, API governance at um, at different, uh, let's say, level. Because mm -hmm. if you are a small organization, you will not have the full-fledged API governance covering everything, but you will need some elements. And if you are a big organization covering different countries with, uh, let's say, thousands of API designers of and building and designing thousands of thousands of APIs, you will need another uh, size of API governance. But overall, uh, to ensure the creation of the right APIs in the right way in the long run by one person or a team or on different teams, you need API governance. So, and that works also even if you have only private APIs, so APIs you only consume yourself. And it's even more important if you provide APIs for others, for uh, let's say customers that you, you have public APIs that you sell because if you don't have API governance, maybe your API will not look as good as customers would like. So the governance process then, you're saying that it could start from day one or it could start it could start later on, right? So you're saying that it, regardless, you can always you, you, you cannot you can always start or you can stay you can stay start from the very beginning. Yeah, it's the important thing is the earlier you start, the better. But no worries if you have waited too long or you were not aware of the issues of not having API governance, you can still implement it later. Obviously, you will have to face some uh, little glitch uh, to uh, put everything right, but it's always possible. Okay. And you, at the beginning, you mentioned that uh, the API governance, it's about creating value. Now, the word value may be interpreted in so many different ways, uh, which I think would be helpful for me to ask you, Arnaud, when we talk about that value being delivered by an API governance process, what exactly do you mean? How, how, how do people get, okay, this is the value I get from this process? Yeah. So wh um, when you talk about API value, I think that many people will still think about public APIs or partner APIs that people have to pay for to use them. And so they will think of a, a generated revenue coming from these APIs. That's a kind of value. And if your APIs are not well designed, not the right APIs, nobody will use them. And so you will not have revenue. And so you will not have the value. But the value of API is also elsewhere because uh, even private APIs can generate value or generate negative value if they are not well done. Because if your APIs are complicated to use, mm -hmm. your private APIs, it will take a long time for a developer to understand what the API is supposed to do. It will take them uh, maybe 10%, 20%, 50% more code 
to write to be able to actually use that complicated API. And so they will spend more time integrating your private APIs. And if developers spend more time on one task, they spend less time over, of, on other tasks. And so you will deliver less with the same number of people because they spend unnecessary long time integrating APIs. So that's also how value can be seen. And if developers take more time to mm -hmm. implement applications that use APIs, that also mean the organization as a whole will take a longer time to deliver anything that is related to APIs. And so you may have to shift your delivery dates, and maybe you will miss a very important milestone, and maybe you will lose money because of that. So the Genuinely. value generated by API can be direct in a sense, I provide APIs and people have to pay for it to use it. Yeah. But also indirect in a sense, APIs, if they are done well, may help me to deliver things faster and deliver more things with the same uh, number of people working on uh, in my organization. You know what? As I'm, I'm, I'm listening to, to you, I cannot help but to think that, I mean, I often go into developer forums and have a look at into the conversations. And very often I see I mean, people asking, you know, or saying, you know what, I mean, I'm trying to call this API and it doesn't work or the response I get, it's not so clear. So, I mean, I believe that, I mean, in a sense, it's good that forums pr provide that option to to let you to, to get support from your peers uh, all over the world. But also, I mean, it made me realize for a second that it's also a way for you to have to get a sense on how easy your APIs are are, are to use because if you're if you're having too many people asking questions or saying that they don't get it or the response they get is not the one or the I mean then then that may be an indicator that it you're not doing that well after all Would yeah yeah and, and and that's also a notion of value because uh, with let's put quotes around bad APIs so people will take a longer time to be able to use them and and code application using them and so they will as you said they will ask tons of questions to the people who create them. And so while these API providers, API creators are answering again and again endlessly to the same question, they are not doing things that should be done. And so uh, that's a that's, could, that could be an indicator or, oh, maybe we have, we have to fix something there, but that's directly a way to lose value and so to generate negative value with APIs. So you talk about uh, value and how value should be interpreted when, when going through a process of API governance. But let me ask you specifically, in terms of tangible benefits, uh, because I understand that this process is not easy. I understand that uh, the, the whole organization needs to be prepared and aligned to ensure that each one of the APIs being uh, worked on have the proper documentation, the UX, uh, the support and so on. But but what are the key benefits that organizations will get if they choose to go through this process? Because this is going to take time. This is going to take effort. So yeah. there has to be some sort of reward. So yeah. which one would it be, uh, Arno? Yeah, yeah. And that's really important that you talk about reward, that you talk about benefits. Because if you do API governance without, without knowing why you do it, you have a problem. <laughs> so the, the very first 
benefit is improved developer productivity. Because if your API are easy to understand, easy to use, that anyone can use them, even without any prior knowledge of the organization, of the subject matter, uh, and whatever, if you can use them in a few minutes, that's a huge lever to gain time. Yeah, for sure. And, and ultimately, uh, so you will have reduced support and maintenance because if you're able to use APIs without any support, they won't ask questions. And so the API provider, the people who create the API, can concentrate on evolving the API, uh, ensuring that the infrastructure is going well, and so on. And when you put the two together, uh, that means you reduce cost because you take less time to work on APIs. Another way to, uh, another benefits, which is related to ultimately to reducing cost, is that if you are creating the right APIs, mm -hmm. they can be highly reusable. And so if for some business or technical reason, you have an idea, you need to do something, you will look at your existing APIs and, we, and you will be able to say, oh, we have to pick that API and that API and we can combine them to create something new very quickly and easily. And that only works if each API is actually reusable in another context, uh, context different from where it was used for its initial creation. And so you can do things faster and so gain time and money. Uh, other benefits uh, that are worth mentioning uh, will be reduced production impact, because if you create API the right way, there will be more, uh, let's say, um, uh, capable to support uh, all the API code they, they will have to, to manage. Uh, you, you can improve security because if everyone follows the same design pattern, the same security rules uh, that are proven, validated by the security team, your API will be secured and you will reduce the risk of breach. Got it. So, okay, so, uh, so you're saying that overall it would be faster time to market. Uh, save yeah. your time because you'll get less questions and inquiries that are taking time from your teams. You're saying that cost reduction would be a main benefit. Uh, the fact that the APIs are being reused, it means that they can be more productive. And finally, you also mentioned uh, the option to or ability to reduce production uh, yeah, time yeah. And, and impact, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in fact, one benefit to talk about when we are talking about API governance to developers, that's really productivity. Productivity. And as yes. a developer, I don't want to lose time thinking, okay, what is that? I do not understand everything. I just want to use it, but I don't want to spend hours or days on that. And I think that's a good way to sell because most developers are not happy when they see, oh, we want to put API <laughs> governance in place. Oh, that's not good for us. No, no, the idea is to really help developers. And if API governance do not do that, you are doing it wrong. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm not surprised that you highlighted the word productivity as a key benefit. And, and I'm saying this because we talk to developers very often and the constant uh, pain point they have is that they have very tight deadlines. They have very complex processes or applications and services to make, 
but yet, I mean, they 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 have all the, this constant uh, pressure to to get things done well in just a very short time. Uh, so productivity seems to be a key. Uh, need and pain point, and if you're telling me that API governance is, uh, brings uh, the benefit of improving that productivity, I mean that that should be fantastic. Um, now, Arnaud, um, if we so there is people who, who are listening to us today, and again, some people may be clear on us now. No, as of today, they should get more information on what API governance is based on what you have said. But they may be wondering, okay, so what do I do now? I mean, it's API governance is something that I'm interested in that may be of benefit for my company, my team. So do you have uh, maybe some sort of uh, steps or general guidelines that, that people can keep in mind when starting uh, this process? Uh, yeah, so we, with my colleague Deepa Goya, we wrote a white paper uh, establishing API governance a few a few months ago. So you can find it on on the Postman website. But so in in, in this white paper, we describe uh, seven steps that you can go through to establish uh, API governance. Uh, the, so I will not go in full detail here. I just will just uh, list the different steps. The first important step is establish an API lifecycle. It's describing all the steps your API go through from inception to uh, delivery in production and then updates and going uh, backwards. Because that way you will be able to identify the owners on each step and also look at each of them and identify the, the pain points that need to be solved with through API governance uh, uh, to ensure that everything is working well, that the path is smooth, and that developers will be able to do, and developers and all people involved will be able to do what, whatever is needed to deliver APIs. Uh, so once the, the life cycle is established, you identify the owners, uh, so you know who to talk to. You need to take a stock of your APIs, because most of the time you will not start from scratch, you will already have pre-existing APIs, and so knowing them will help you have a good view on, okay, what is our current landscape? And decide where, where to start, because you won't be able to do to work on all problems of, of all APIs right from the start. So you will need to choose. And so having your a, a view of all of your API is really important for that. Then you need, for uh, step four, you need to define and document standards. Start small and apply them and iterate. You need to ensure that uh, people know that those standards exist, because if they are not aware that they exist, they will not use them. Right. And then you need to measure the impact of what you are doing, because if it has no impact, there is something wrong, maybe in the execution or maybe in the process that standard you are defining. And so the last step is going backward because you need to iterate and to add new to solve new problems to fix your standards if they're all not good and so on and just um regarding standards yeah it's it's not just api design standards it's every standards that can be useful when creating apis so that could be oh how to implement apis not only design them how to secure APIs, how to define an API product, 
if we want to go uh, to create uh, AP, uh, public APIs, but we want to sell to others. It's everything that can be described to be repeatable, to ensure that, okay, we have a recipe that works, so let's use it. And so that way we can focus on what is really important, creating the right APIs. And with all the standards we have, we'll be able to create them the right way. But that's really important to understand you will not be able to achieve full, uh, fully-fledged API governance right from the start. You have to go iteratively. Got it. So um, if I understood you correctly, then you talk about establishing API life cycles. You talk about identifying the, the owners of it, these APIs uh, to have a stock of your APIs, define the documents and make them a standard. You mentioned about how these standards should be known and applied easily within the organization. Uh, you talk about the effectiveness and you finally talk about improving uh, those standards. So those seem, so, I mean, those seem to be very concrete steps that users and companies can, can follow. Now, I mean, it would be great if, if on our day we could have uh, the time to, to go through, through these seven steps because I bet people are wondering, you know what, I would like to know more about each one of those steps and get a sense of better, better sense of them. Is, is that something that we could do in the future, Arnaud? Sure, yeah, yeah. We can go and dive into, into that and have more insights because when, when we list those different steps, there are tons of things that we can talk about and different aspects. So sure, we can do that. That would be that would be fantastic. And again, you know what? And I'm very happy that you're here, and also very happy that people listening to us today can get something out of these conversations. I mean, Postman is a, it's such a great company that knows uh, this segment so well. So Arnaud, uh, before we go, I wonder if you have any final comments or recommendations that you may wish to share with those uh, listening to us today regarding either the gov governance uh, of APIs or any other topic that you feel may be appropriate. Yeah, uh, w one thing that is really important regarding API governance is really to see, the, see it as an enabler. The job of API governance uh, of the people involved in, 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 that in that kind of initiative is really, okay, what can we do to help people create APIs that will generate value? And how, what can we do to simplify their life? And what can we do to make everyone the most autonomous possible? Because ultimately, the, the, the people directly involved in API governance should have only one uh, one objective, to lose their job. Got it. Um, Arnaud, uh, before we go, oh, I have to ask you a personal question. Uh, for those who, I mean, I'm, I'm, we are, and Arnaud are connected via webcam, and he's based in France, and on his background, I can see some, like, memorabilia or toys so I need to, to, to ask you, I mean, is this a hobby of yours? Because we've been talking about APIs and governance, but it's always interesting to, to find out a little bit more about uh, people. And so do you have some comments on that? Is, is that something that you do? You, is it a collection? Yeah, yeah, it's a collection of old toys I had when I was a kid or I wanted to have when I was a kid. Uh, so it could be toys uh, like Big Jim, Playmobil, Legos, uh, but also uh, Transformers or Gobots. Uh, you know those uh, robots that transformed into uh, anything else. 
uh, also video, old video games. Uh, I like to play uh, old systems like the Nintendo, Famicom, NES, or Super Nintendo, things like that. So I, I like old stuff because I, I, I was uh, I was a kid in the 80s. You know, so I'm, I'm that old. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I, I had to ask the question. <laughs> I know it came out of nowhere, but I had to ask you the question. So, I mean, it's nice to, to know a little bit more about you. And, uh, and Arnaud, again, thank you so very much for, for being here today. It's been a pleasure. And again, we'll have you back to go through those uh, seven steps you mentioned. Uh, and again, thank you so very much. Yeah. Thank you, Cesar. And I look forward to our next, next episode about API governance. Same here. Bye. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to the OpenText Developer Cast. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and leave a review. And don't forget to come back next month for another episode.